0: started our first podcast
1: this is our my edibles hit by the way i just want you to know that because i'm still gonna be able to hold myself together but they definitely just dropped which is perfect timing because we're literally about to podcast
0: yeah do you remember our first podcast this is now
1: are you recording right now yeah great thank fucking god i was i don't know why i was thinking you weren't recording
0: this is our fourth podcast
1: right but those were all really shitty podcasts um no, well, you know what? I You're think right. I think there were some good ideas. I think there were some good... Oh, well,
0: obvi- obviously, our first one was garbage. Second no. one was a joke. Uh-huh. Third one was not a bad idea. We just ran out of time. Like, <sighs> nobody had the time to keep doing it.
1: Yeah, I would have been really burnt out. If you don't... Don't mind the background noise right now. Um, we have the garage door open. We are really close to Newport Beach, and they really like to flex their cars. Um, we do not live in California, we should say. This is just a... Work vacation, we're taking. Um, oh, I should go ahead and introduce yourself, Mr. Producer.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't think we ever we'll pick a name for me.
1: Can you go with something ridiculous, like DJ something? Like, I, I just really, just something funny. Because I'll explain when your, you're in anonymity.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm DJ Cranberry. <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> I'm working on <laughs> I'll say it again. Yeah, I'm DJ Cranberry. <laughs> I'm
1: producer DJ pr- Cranberry. Producer
0: DJ Cranberry, that's my primary role on this podcast. You can't
1: find him on social media cuz he's completely anonymous. I bought him out. He can't work for anybody else. It's that, not true. Part of that is true. The this the, the DJ Cranberry cannot work for anyone else, but right. who his real identity can.
0: Yeah, work unless for else. unless your podcast is also about related topics then also you you might be able to get dj cranberry
1: out of it we'll we'll see about that yeah so this is podcast number one yeah you're going to be leading it so i'll shut the fuck up um
0: yeah i guess i am leading it which is funny because this this and the next episode will be the only two episodes that i will this
1: is cool though because people might not hear you talk a lot I mean, I, I want. Ideally, they wouldn't. And I told, I told Mr. Cranberry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Mr.
1: Cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I told uh, producer DJ Cranberry, like, what were we talking about?" I don't know. That's good. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, moving on. You were leading this. That's what we were talking about. The re- this is cool because you were you're leading the um, podcast, and you probably won't get to. L- I don't know. I would kind of like you to play, you know, if we're if we have a guest on an interview and you want to do like a fireside with, you know, both of us might be able to work. But your our our audience is essentially what we're trying to say is our audience is not going to be able to hear you a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, after
1: yeah. these few episodes, so if
0: if I'm talking a lot, it's probably because I think the guest is or the host, too, is, or the host is sucking ass, doing <laughs> terrible. So I just try to throw stuff in. Um,
1: um. But yes, no, it's cool to have you interviewing here, us here. Um, we'll definitely hear more from you in more episodes, but thank you for doing this.
0: Yeah, and enough about me.
1: Who are you? My name is Gabe Wright. Um, I don't need to give you my entire background, but I'm from Indiana, um, and I am primarily from the tech industry. I'm a techie, so I'm a UX designer slash developer. I write the codes. I do the mocks. Uh, <laughs> um, at least that's what I did do. Um, got into higher education, taught uh, design in a company called Kinsey Academy. That's recently got acquired by SNU. So I got to leave that and it was an amazing time. And uh, But now I am starting a cannabis company called Cedar and Honey. So I I hate saying this. You could say I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm not a successful entrepreneur yet. So we're just trying some things.
0: Aspiring entrepreneur. There we go. That's why we use that term. (laughs) 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 So you're starting a company, Cedar and Honey. Yes. That does what?
1: We will be a, um, I say we will be, we don't uh, exist yet. We don't have an online shop yet. So this is all in the works, but. Um, can't wait for our launch campaign to uh, come soon, and then you can kind of get a little more idea of what we're about. But starting on this first podcast, um, Cedar & Honey is a cannabis company, so we'll sell primarily um, cannabis oil products um, that can be consumed, vaporized, it um, for cooking. Um, so very, very applicable, um, uh, different types of applications. Um, but yeah, we, we plan to sell primarily things and for medicinal purposes. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk probably more about what, what that looks like and, and what, is, what are cannabinoids, what is cannabis, and stuff like that. But um, we'll be prim- primarily selling for medicinal reasons, trying to educate the community on cannabis um, and humanize cannabis. This is really what we're all about. So, I don't have an official mission statement yet, but if it for right now, what we're working with is relentlessly humanizing cannabis. So yeah
0: cool uh what do you mean by humanizing cannabis
1: right so um obviously cannabis has a huge fucking stigma associated to it. it was illegal for i don't know over a century i think i don't um i would have to look that up but it was very wrongfully made illegal um very uh or decision on america's part really just because of the competition it had with the paper mills hemp was a very disruptive material and it really had nothing to do with the fact that it could get you high because our, our first president grew it in his uh, garden but um <laughs> but um it, it was really just the fact that it would disrupt the paper industry which a lot of the uh, political people had their pockets in because they were controlling the newspapers and um, so, yeah, it got made illegal. And then uh, obviously it got even more serious when the whole, you know, war on drugs era came out and all that bullshit. And uh, it was ex- extremely racist ideologies behind the, 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 the war on drugs, anyway. And so, uh, but now we're starting to see breakthrough and it's awesome. And so we're in a great time where we're seeing the United States great, uh, gradually open up. But when I'm talking about humanizing cannabis, I guess what I'm referring to is making cannabis normal, making it normal to be a part of normal people's everyday lives. And no one's really normal, but um, I think in in the sense we mean by generically normalizing the, the use and knowledge of cannabis. so. So what kind of sparked your
0: relatively recent passion for cannabis or for, for humanizing cannabis?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, like most people, especially if you grew up in a conservative community, like the Midwest, you you, you put you have a stigma, an association of cannabis with, you know, schedule one substances like heroin and methamphetamine and stuff that really fucks people up, seriously. In the meantime, it, it, you have this very pretty harmless substance um, that has so many medicinal purposes. But, I mean, I, like most people, didn't realize that, right? You, you'd have this association, you know, this whole... DARE program, dear God, we won't get into that, but you know, that whole bullshit. So I remember literally sitting, um, listening to a DARE officer talk to us and I shit you not, she told us that smoking a joint will deliver 10 times more nicotine than a (laughs) cigarette. I, this is, I, people need to hear this. People need to hear how fucking ridiculous this is.
0: Yeah, that's that's a, like a terrible misconception. I interestingly enough about dare, I was pretty. I took it pretty seriously in fifth grade. Yeah, and I was like, "Yes, sir, absolutely." I'm signing this piece of paper. That to me, that vow was sacred.
1: Yeah, I remember doing it in like fourth grade. I will never do drugs.
0: And I I remember in like middle school, which is when, a hilarious when term. kids actually did start getting into drugs. Yeah. and I and I say. Drugs, meaning like most of them, it probably was just cannabis
1: and pot. We called it pot pot, back in the day. We,
0: but my first thoughts when I realized that they were doing that was like, "Hey, I know for a fact that you signed the dare thing." I watched you sign that paper, Bobby. You 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 piece of shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why are you doing this? (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. My the point being, like. The ideology, the the laws, all of it—the behind the stigma behind cannabis is just fucking ridiculous. Um, and 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 no one even knew knows what it. Most people still don't know what it is. Like they know it's a plan. they know it gets you high, but most people just really do not understand a what cannabis really is and b how powerful it is. Um, so to answer, I mean answer your question, like that's that's what that's what humanizing you know cannabis is it's like we want to make it normal to, and and that's that's why we exist and uh, yeah well I mean you know we have a 90% chance of failing because we're a startup but that's the goal at least so yeah I'd I'd rather try
0: and I did it myself when I was talking about it uh like not even knowing what to call it necessarily you know pot cannabis
1: weed yeah they, I mean, there's nothing wrong with those terms. I think the problem is they're primarily used by people that don't use and have a negative association with it. Mm-hmm. So, using terms like pot and weed. Um, and so, and that's fine. But uh, marijuana, which is a terrible translation, it literally just means, I, I get correct me on this. I'm pretty sure it just means Mexican tobacco. Like, I think, that's, I think <laughs> that's the original translation or the original, uh, Hispanic word for, um, tobacco. Um, but yeah, I, I, and no, so terminologies, you know, that's something we can get into later in the podcast, but yeah, it's, it is funny. Some of the things that, you know, you know the, the stereotypes that people associate with it and, and things that we called it and thought about, about what who stoners were and what they did. So, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, we're enjoying, um, I don't know, Is it, is it bourbon? Did he say it? I don't even know what he said it was. We're staying at, we're crashing at my buddy's place. Thank, thank you, uh, bourbon. <laughs> 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 but I forget what we're drinking right now. I think it's, I think, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Know we'll get is. to that. Sorry. We would shout out. It's really good whiskey. It is very good. Very good whiskey. Uh, um, but it, he's getting the whiskey belchers over there. That's what I <laughs> wanted to make a point of. So what,
0: what even is cannabis then?
1: That's a really good question. It's also a really huge question. So just cut me off when I'm taking it too far. Will do. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a plant, right? It grows in the earth. It came from nature. If you believe in a higher power, you would say even Jesus created it. Christians, cannabis was created by your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> for a purpose. It's actually man-made yeah actually by the liberal actually when satan took his first shit that seed <laughs> was fucking the, cannabis the devil's lettuce <laughs> the devil's lettuce literally just came right out of his shit like a bird um no so uh obviously it's a plant um and so a lot of people it's funny like the symbol of cannabis is the leaves right mm-hmm. um but that's not actually the part you smoke Um, that's just the leaf of the plant. Whereas like in tobacco, right? You do smoke the tobacco leaves. Um, partially why it introduces a lot more carcinogens within the smoke. Um, but, uh, within cannabis, you're actually smoking the oil that's, that's extracted from the bud, um, the flower. And so it's a, it's a long stalk. Um, it can grow pretty tall. And so it has, it kind of reminds me of bamboo a little bit, just the way the, leaves branch from the steams. And and, and I, if you're, by the way, you're listening to me describe this, I'm going to do a shitty job. Just go to your computer, go to Google and just look up like a cannabis farm, a cannabis plant. Because I think it's important for people to actually see what an, a whole cannabis plant looks like. It's really pretty. Um, the flower is very pretty. Uh, that's part of the reason I love buying flower is it's all different colors. It, it, and uh, it, you can get all these oranges and purples and greens and it has these crystals on it. Um, but part of that is just because I'm in the industry and I'm a nerd about it. But um, yeah, and so what you actually are consuming is the bud or the flower that's um, derives from the stem, and those are covered in what we call trichomes, um, and so they're these little crystals that stick out from the the bud of the plant, and those are actually where primarily most of the medicine, uh, most of the CBD, THC, cannabinoids uh, live, is in those little trichomes, and so. Yeah, that is, that is what cannabis is. And, and within those uh, cannabinoid spectrums, we can do so many different things. You can use cannabis for uh, so many different purposes. So.
0: What's a cannabinoid?
1: So a cannabinoid, um, and I'm not a chemist or a scientist, so... Apologize for those of you in in our industry that are and make help us make incredible product. Um, I'm just an entrepreneur, but cannabinoids essentially are the substances that they're primarily. I think they're primarily fats and acids, um, and so they're, they're the chemicals that are made up within those trichomes within the oils of, of the plant. Um, and it's a it's a spectrum. It's a wheel, right? And so when we're talking about the plant, we use terms like full spectrum. We're referring to all the cannabinoids that are made up within that particular flower. Um, And so cannabinoids can be anything from what you're used to hearing when you're talking about cannabis. THC is a cannabinoid, right? CBD is a cannabinoid. And there's a lot more cannabinoids that a lot of people don't actually realize or know about just because this is stuff that's slowly being able to be isolated and extracted from the plant um, and actually able to be isolated and consumed by itself, which is exciting and partially why our company is able to exist because we're able to order um, really high-quality isolates through wholesale. Um, Shout out to CanaClear, our wholesale provider. Um, But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, We'll get into that later. But cannabinoids are essentially... Um, the medicines and the oils and the acids that provide the medicinal effects or the hallucinogenic effects that you have when you're consuming cannabis. And every cannabinoid has a different benefit and a completely different effect. So it's, it's a very powerful plant. Um, it won't cure cancer. And I think that's something I want to make sure I make clear on this podcast is like, you know, this plant is awesome and it's changed my life for um, very specific reasons. But... You know, it, it doesn't cure cancer. It's not, you know, this magic medicine that, that cures everything. But I think there's a lot, a lot of medicinal benefits to it that I really, what we just want to show people is that it's not evil and it's very powerful and has a, it can, it can have, make a lot of benefits to, for people, um, specifically people with cerebral palsy and, and, and things um, like that or anxiety, depression, appetite disorders, eating disorders, um, pain relief. Just it's an it's a very powerful plant, and I think that's what really wanted to get people uh, across for people. So,
0: so there are a lot of different strains and flavors, <laughs> and flavors, and, yeah, yeah, whatnot of <laughs> and of, names, and strain names, yeah, yeah, all of it. I don't know anything about it. Can you describe? Something yeah,
1: about? no, it is. It's it's a wild world. So, and it's it's cool because you know people that were really passionate about cannabis, uh, especially in the it really boomed in the nineties. Um, Mostly thanks to Canada. Thank you, Canada. God bless you and your beautiful people and country and your cannabis. Cause you've had such an impact on the United States cannabis industry. So thank you. Um, but they, they're doing it the best and they did it first. So a huge shout out to our Northern friends. Um, but a lot of patterns if, you, if you're going into a dispensary or you're reading about cannabis or learning about cannabis, you'll just see these ridiculous names. Um, things like pineapple express, OG Kush, super lemon haze, uh, Skittles spilled with a Z, right, blue dream blueberry. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, food names in there, and, and a lot of like funny, quirky names in there as well too. But, uh, really the, the, the reason it is, is because it was the wild west before it became legal. And I mean, it still kind of is in some ways and in, in good ways, but especially before it was legal, you just had these growers that were either mycologists or all not mycologists, but, you know, very educated in, in microbiology and maybe they were scientists and, and, and whatnot, but they, they were just growing these strains. And, and it's like one of my favorite strains, uh, is called sour diesel. It's from New York City, and as as most of you know, New York, New York just became you know recreationally illegal. So they've just been they've only had farms for so long. Well, sour diesel was created in New York in the nineties, and it's one of the most incredible strains. It's it's literally like the cannabis version of cocaine. And I hate comparing cannabis to hard drugs like that. Maybe let's let's uh, the cannabis version of really strong caffeine. We'll put it that way. Really strong, really okay. safe caffeine. Um, but it is an amazing strain and, uh, but it was derived, uh, from this dude and his apartment in New York city. And so th- these growers, these, these, uh, pa- people that were passionate about the industry were creating these strains in their garages and basements, you know, wherever they could hide it and grow it and these incredible strains. But if you're the farmer and that's basically still the rule of thumb to this day, if you're the farmer, you're the grower, you, you created that, you cross pollinated, you know, strains, like let's, you crossed OG Kush with Durban or or something and made, you know, a strain, then you get to name it and there's no rules. (laughs) So they're just fucking ridiculous. Um, but that's part of the fun, you know, cannabis is serious. It's medicinal. It's an important part of, you know, taking care of yourself and it, you know, will continue to be, but at the same time, there's a fun part of it too, because you have these growers and these creators and they're doing all these amazing things, but they get to name it ridiculous things too. So that's why you see the, the strain names that you do. Um, it's just part of the fun. And um, it's cool. Cause uh, you know, today in the cannabis industry, everyone's getting so into flavors. Cannabis is so strong nowadays and so potent, um, which is really, it's just actually people don't realize it's actually very important when using organic substance medi- uh, for medicinal purposes. you want it to be extremely potent because you have. You, that means you only need to consume things in small amounts. So you only need to take small hits, smoke a little bit at a time, consume or eat a little bit at a time. That's a good thing. Um, and the cannabis today is so potent that, you know, nobody's really smoking or eating or consuming anything because of how potent it is. They just really care about the effects and what it tastes like. And so that's why we're seeing a lot of strain names that are named after things like foods and candies and snacks, because scientists are getting so good on these labs and farms that they're literally curating cannabis based on how it tastes like right now i am smoking uh, a strain called wedding cake and it and it does it tastes exactly like a wedding cake it's amazing and so it's a, it's, a, it's an amazing hybrid um shout out to uh humboldt farms out in california this stuff was really great so it was the first time i had the bud when i came out here but yeah so long-winded answer but that's kind of where those derived from so so
0: there are a lot of different types and strains and everything you just described.
1: Yeah. And, and I didn't even get into like the type, like there's names and there's flavors, but there's like strain types as well. There's literally, there's literally gen, I don't know, genders or species, you know, whatever you want to call it, but you know, you have hybrids, sativa and indica and everything in between. So,
0: yeah. And there's also a lot of different ways to consume it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, which is cool. Like, um, it actually, it turns into a completely different uh, drug when it's metabolized by your liver. I, I can't, there's a very long name. It's uh, not THC, it's it's something else. It's, it's a very similar uh, molecular structure, but um, consuming cannabis through your digestive tract is going to provide completely different effects than smoking like a joint, per se. Um, and so... Because of that, there's a lot of different ways to consume cannabis. And obviously, if you're gonna walk into a dispensary for the first time, you're gonna notice there's just so much stuff. There's gummies, there's cookies, there's brownies, there's mints, there's tabs you can put under your tongue. Um, they have drinks now, so you can get, you know, coffee cannabis or cannabis-infused coffee, you can get energy drinks, you can get water hemp infused water like there's just like there's so much stuff now and and so obviously that's all gonna be you know ingested through your digestive tract and get processed through your liver Um, but what most people associate cannabis with is you is uh obviously like uh combustion um, smoke or um vaporizers um and so and those have mixed feelings obviously especially for medical professionals you know due to like smoking ingesting in your lungs but um you know we don't actually have enough scientific evidence to disprove whether or not you know or prove whether or not cannabis is, uh, being ingested through your lungs is healthy for you or not um, but i will say i'm i'm pretty positive that even though i'm somebody that that i like a traditional pre roll i like a joint I can confidently say vaporizing is probably a lot healthier. And if you don't like smoking anything at all, and you don't need to smoke anything at all, just consuming it orally is great. It just takes a little bit longer to hit your um, your bloodstream. So, but yeah, there's you can you can it's great. You can literally buy the oil and just if it's already activated, which means the THC has been converted from an acid into a a fat ready to actually digest. um, And and cause the psychoactive or medicinal effects that you're looking for. You can literally just squirt it into anything and make whatever food you want into a cannabis product. So it's pretty cool. Cool. All
0: right, quick break.
1: Yeah. Yo, it is 1.30 in the morning. On a Saturday night slash Sunday morning and I realized I did a really shitty job promoting Cedar and Honey And I also forgot to get an ad sponsor for the episode So I'll keep this really brief CedarHoney.com Just one word, Cedar Honey There's no and And by the time this podcast is out You'll be able to subscribe to our newsletter And eventually check out our pre-orders So we launch on the first week of September But like I said, our website will be available by the time this podcast is out So CedarHoney.com Thanks So, I was about to sing the Tim Vin Diesel song, but I <laughs> forgot the lyrics. I, <laughs> what is the What's the fucking lyrics?
0: Uh, uh, who go Who goes out on it? I don't know.
1: The I do. <laughs> 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 By the way, if, in case you didn't know, Vin Diesel um, dropped a couple pop songs. One of them is, Does he
0: have another one?
1: I think so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But... Uh, I never... Our the kind of the one that I was singing, I don't remember the name of it. What's the name of it?
0: Oh, it's called uh, <laughs> <laughs> Feel Like I
1: Do. Feel like I
0: feel like is, I do. Interesting. It never says feel like I do in the song. It only says d- it says feels like I do with an S.
1: Oh, that's so artistic or just completely stupid of him. I hope it's the latter. Okay,
0: I'm gonna take a peek at the lyrics real quick. He's got like three songs
1: now. So what you do? Um, is you don't don't ruin it for yourself. Just turn it on in your car and bump to it. But afterwards, what you do is you go onto the Kelly Clarkson show on YouTube and you find that that shit where it's aired and you watch it. And it's the cringiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm I'm looking through all the lyrics right now. He, it does not say feel like I do without the S at the end of feel. Good at all. So good. Not even once. Anyway, on to that makes me happy more important things. What? (laughs) Yes. Cannabis. Where
1: were we? Okay.
0: So talk a little bit about the different types of consumption.
1: Yeah. Different types of consumption. So if you walk into a dispensary, you're probably going to notice that there's just a shit ton of products. Like there's so many different things everywhere. Like there's gummies, there's brownies, there's cookies, there's drinks now. Um, anything from coffee to soda. I mean, obviously, you can buy traditional flour. Um, And then you have things like concentrates, like waxes and shatter. And and it can actually be pretty overwhelming. And I think that's something that I wish a a lot more dispensaries were mindful of. And it's awesome that you're selling all these products, but people just have no idea what the fuck they're getting into when they walk into a dispensary. Um, But it's also, you know, at the same time, it's really cool that you can consume Cannabis in a lot of different ways, um, particularly because if you were to ingest uh, cannabis and dig- through your digestive tract, it would probably be processed through your liver, and the THC would actually m- metabolize into a completely different chemical. And that's why people realize when they you know when they're eating cannabis, they have a completely different psychoactive effect, or specifically a much more intense psychoactive effect than if they're just smoking it or vaporizing it. So. Cool. Uh <laughs> <laughs> knee
0: breath. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh uh, how about
1: oh, you got this buddy?
0: So, in general, with all these different types of consumption, are, is is that safe?
1: Yeah, really good question. And I think, especially with the stigma behind cannabis that I was mentioning earlier and the history, you know, we we just assumed for many years this was a very dangerous drug. It was killing teenagers, or my favorite, it's a gateway drug. You know, it's like it's like the second base of drugs. Um, so what's first base of drugs? feel like uh stealing like some prescription meds just because of how accessible it is it's it's obviously like a harder drug like if i yeah. s- stole my mom's oxy i mean that's some fucking heavy shit you know especially if you're like 12 or 13 but it's also more accessible so I, I would consider that base number one
0: okay interesting i always i always it,
1: like we're talking about sex like accessibility right you know yeah. but yeah you're right it's a weird angle to think about <laughs> <laughs> um What were we talking about? Sorry. Safety. Safety. Why is cannabis safe? Yeah. Good question. Um, Obviously, I have the stigma behind it, but uh, in short answer, it's it's very safe. Um, It gets metabolized and and digested within your body and your bloodstream, very similar to vitamins. So you can't overdose on it. You can't take too much of it. You can get pretty fucking you know, overwhelmed taking too many edibles because it's just a wild ride. You know what I mean? Um, you, sometimes you need that and that's fine, but you know, it's, it can be a lot. Um, and it can be scary and, and you, you know, that a lot of people will get panic attacks and go in the ER for that kind of shit. And the nurses you know, do they deal with the same stuff? Like, you know, did you, what did you take? It's like, I, uh, I took a, a CBD drop. It's like, Oh, it was, it was CBD, huh? Took a CBD drop. <laughs> was it? Was there, was there any uh, THC in there too, buddy? I was like, well, you know, it's just like, you know, so so it happens and it happens all the time. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, all in all to say is, yes, it's very safe to consume. I think where it gets tricky is when you were talking about how it's consumed, um, specifically combustion smoke, lighting a joint, you know, lighting a blunt or lighting a bong, a fat bong rip, you know, is that shit safe? Um, you know, if we're comparing it to tobacco, a million times safer. Um, sorry, that's an exaggerated term. Significantly safer, yes. And, and part, part of that is because cannabis just doesn't really contain, you know, what we consider carcinogens. And there, there might be a scientist out there that would correct me. You know, well technically there are, you know, but when we're in terms of dangerous carcinogens, there haven't been any. Hasn't been anything that's come up. In the scientific or medical community, to prove so, um, whereas in tobacco, um, you know, we don't even to get to state the obvious there. You know, like a shit ton of carcinogens, part of the reason why my grandfather died of you know lung disease, and so. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I would say for the most part, you know, cannabis is pretty safe to consume. Um, we just don't have enough uh, studies to 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 really dive into the smoking aspect of it. I think that's just where it gets a little tricky. Um, hmm. But for the most part, we think it's you know, pretty safe. We just don't know yet. Yeah, so is it addictive though? Um, so no, uh, well, yeah, let's, I mean, anything that's going to trigger your serotonin receptors, um, and that's really what it's doing. You have in your brain what's called endocannabinoid receptors. And it's really wild. Like, we don't even know why the fuck they're there. We just know they're there because that's what gets you high. Because it, it that attracts the, you know, when we're talking about cannabinoids, which is the chemicals within the, the trichomes of the cannabis and the cannabis oil, that is what's ingested in creating those effects, you know. But the only reason we know they're... Uh, doing that to your bodies because we know that we have what's called endocannabinoid receptors and like we don't know what else they're for other than the fact that they are there to consume cannabis. So I don't know if it's like some evolutionary thing that we uh, obtained just through consuming cannabis plant over, you know, thousands of years or, you know, I don't know how long it's been con- discovered by man. So <laughs> that'd be an interesting fact though. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, sorry, what was the original question? Is cannabis addictive? Oh, sorry. Yes. So um, in in terms of how it stimulates your serotonin receptors, that in itself can be, if someone with an addictive personality could um, definitely use or consume too much um, or too regularly Another um, interesting thing is about psychedelics, specifically cannabis. Um, this is true with other psychedelics as well, like you know, uh, mushrooms and stuff. But is after you start consuming, your tolerance goes um, way, way up. And so I'm not going to feel the same effects if I light a joint for the very first time. And I'm consuming cannabis. I'm smoking you know, with a joint it's not gonna hit me the same the next day because my tolerance has already you know skyrocketed up. And you'll hear people in the cannabis community talk about something what's called like a tea break. And that's because they literally will try to consume as much cannabis as possible and they can't get high because they consume too much. So it's interesting because it's almost like nature saying, "Like, don't try to abuse me." Like, first off, you can't you can't abuse me. You can't overdose on me. And if you try to use me too much, I will just you'll just lose tolerance for me. So it's it's very interesting how that works. But um, no, you, people can definitely consume too much and get I think get addicted to the feeling high but it's not like uh, where it has a, triggers in a chemical reaction like alcohol or cocaine or methamphetamine um, or opioids um, so in that sense no it's not addictive cool I didn't know that yeah
0: um, so what what are some of the benefits of using cannabis
1: <laughs> there's so many um, and I won't be able to go through all of them today um, I am going to go ahead and just pull up a graph because I will forget some very important ones. But, um, you know, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. Like, it's not a miracle drug. It's not going to cure cancer. It's not going to change your life in, dur- in miraculous ways. But what it can do is provide very significant medicinal effects um, that maybe could substitute for things that are not so healthy to take, things like Xanax, uh, benzodiazepines you know, some really, really strong SSRIs. I use SSRIs. Um, I'm on it, but, you know, on low doses and it works great. Um, But there can be some prescription meds that are very addictive, especially things like, um, you know, painkillers and stuff like it and that kind of stuff, Um, you know, but people get put on that shit all the time for back pain. Um, oxycodine, you know, uh, Adderall, things that, you know, in a sense aren't necessarily dangerous and they have an important role in in the medical community, um, in the drug community, but um, it might be just worth knowing that there is a substitute out there. And I think that's the problem is people don't realize that there are alternatives. Um, But in terms of, um, and you you, sorry, the original question was, um, is it healthy?
0: Uh, what, are, what are the benefits?
1: What are the benefits? Yeah, yeah sorry. So um, as you can tell, I have a terrible memory, um, so <laughs> even within a span of a few minutes. So um, like I said, there's a lot of different cannabinoids um, made up within the plant. And each one of those cannabinoids, when isolated, has a completely different benefit and a completely different purpose. So just kind of going around the wheel, um, and this is a graph that you can access online, kind of just curated from the scientific community. But starting with like the cannabinoids that we know well, like just starting alone with like C B D, um, this is great for pain relief. It's great for sleep. It's great for relaxation. It's great for stress relief, anxiety relief, depression relief. Um, and so for people that want to consume cannabis and not experience any psychoactive effects, CBD and anything within the CBD spectrum. So some of the more unpopular cannabinoids that people haven't heard of CBG, CBN, CBN's is really good for sleep, um, that kind of stuff. So that's going to be in a great, great, um, cannabinoid and that whole spectrum of cannabinoids is going to be great for people that, like I said, they don't want the psychoactive effects, but they just want all the medicinal benefits. Um, And then those are the people that they like to have fun and (laughs) they like to consume (laughs) cannabis for all kinds of reasons. And that's okay because it's a great, it's a very safe way to have fun. You know, you can't, I can't say that about alcohol, right? Like I like, I like to drink, you know, just like the next person, but Alcohol is literally pure poison. Like, I'm sorry for anyone that's in the alcohol industry. I support all of my local breweries; they get plenty of my money. But (laughs) you know, it's just like it's just not good for you in any way. You know, and and it's just part of moderation. And I think it's important that people need to know that that exists within the cannabis industry too. Um, But like I said, the great thing about cannabis is you can't overdose on it. Um, and even for those of you that are consuming cannabis for the fun, um, like me and my wife like to consume cannabis for Netflix because watching Disney movies is 10 times fun, more fun on cannabis, but yeah, you know, that's, it's fun. And what's, what's great about it is it's safe fun. As long as you're in an environment where people aren't going to take advantage of you if you're heavily medicated on cannabis Um, you want to make sure you're in a safe crowd safe community safe group of friends or just just stay home just don't leave the house just keep stay at your house don't definitely don't get in a fucking car like just stay home and consume safely that way Um, and just know how to dose properly I think but Um, Sorry, back to your original question, the the benefits. We talked about the the CBD spectrum, Uh, the THC spectrum. I think a lot of people don't realize there's so many benefits to that. Um, It's amazing for people with eating disorders, um, people with Crohn's disease, people that have trouble stimulating an appetite. I mean, we call them munchies for the reasons. I mean, when that shit hits, like you just want to fucking plow through a pizza, right? Like you just, you want to literally crumble Doritos on top of a pizza, and then drizzle hot sauce on top of that and just <laughs> fully consume it when you're high or just like eat, in a, eat a pint of ice cream in an entire sitting. Um, but it is a, technically an appetite stimulant. For someone like me, I have a hard time actually getting an, developing an appetite. Um, and part of the reason is because for over, over a year, I've been doing a very extreme intermittent fasting, um, not because I want to only eat me- one meal a day, but because I literally can't eat more than one meal a day. <laughs> So uh, and I don't know why that is. I I love food. Um, You know that I love food. Yeah, very much so. Like watching me consume food is kind of disgusting.
0: It's it's more inspiring than disgusting. (laughs) I've I've eaten a lot of food with Gabe. Uh, I would say almost all of the best meals I've ever had have been. Uh, I'm a fucking
1: foodie. I am. I love, I'm a bougie foodie, but at the same time, you're going to catch my ass at Waffle House at 3 a.m. just chowing down on that pecan waffle. I fucking love that shit.
0: That's part of it. There's all kinds of art.
1: Yeah, there's all kinds of art. It can be cheap, greasy, and it can be bougie. You know, I consume it all if it's food, but, um,
0: starting a food podcast next week
1: (laughs) for that. This is in this segue. Um, but, Yes, it's a great appetite uh, stimulant. And it's something that I need because for whatever reason, I've lost uh, my appetite. Not because I consume a lot of cannabis. I don't actually consume a whole lot of cannabis despite owning a dispensary. Um, But because of my intermittent fasting and it helps me get an appetite for dinner. And that's what I love THC for. Um, Also great for diabetes, great for Crohn's disease, hypertension, lupus, ADD, ADHD, uh, asthma, fatigue, glaucoma. And, that's, and it's worth mentioning that it could have an opposite effect. So it's not for everybody. And I want to make point of that. Cannabis is not for everyone. Um, I think a lot of people, I think a majority of the population could benefit from something like CBD, especially if it's just like pain relief or sleep, um, especially the, cannab- uh, the other cannabinoids within the CBD spectrum. But definitely not THC. I don't think THC is for everyone. Um, it is for me. Yeah, it is for my wife. It's for a lot of my friends, as well as CBD. I consume a lot more CBD than I do THC, but um, you know, I don't think cannabis is for everyone, so I'm not going to be someone that's going to lie and say that. So. This bud is so sticky. I, am, uh, I've sw- I took an edible earlier, so I'm feeling a little sedated and tired, so I'm going to switch to sativa. But shout out to they didn't even put their farm on the jar. That's really embarrassing. Embarrassing, uh, or no? Here it is, Bud Bub Venice. I think I'm smoking their Super Lemon Haze right now. Out of California, really good. Go ahead. Sorry, I just like to, <laughs> I just like to shout out to the people that are producing great crop because that's, that's good. Really hard. You should probably do that. Every it's week. really hard, and I like it. Cannabis farmers do not get the money that people think they do. So,
0: um, so. CBD has been legal for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's technically been legal in a lot of states, f- I don't know, I mean, over over almost a decade probably. But um, yeah, it's been f- uh, only federally legal, I think, since 2016. I think the first half of, there was, I think, I don't know if it was a separate act. I apologize. I, I'm, I'm more involved in politics than I sound right now. But there's something called the MORE Act. And I think it was initially released in 2016, but fully signed by President Trump in 2018. Um, but basically, that allows um, any cannabis product, as long as it's under 0.03 um, Delta 9 THC, is completely federally legal to sell and consume as long as you're 21 over. So...
0: Yeah, so why is uh, high THC cannabis still illegal?
1: Right, um, well, that is because we have some really shitty lawmakers that still are completely ignorant to cannabis. And they think because that THC gets you quote unquote high that it's evil and bad. Um, and that's just ridiculous. Um, there's a lot of things that create stimulation and highs that we consume every day. Um, one is sugar. Uh, we, that shit hits you like dopamine receptors, like fucking crazy. It is a high that you experience. Guess, and you can still drive on it, obviously. Um, but that's why you have a crash. Uh, and, uh, just like any other drug, caffeine, um, is an incredible high. In fact, most people don't realize, um, how much they rely on caffeine until they get off of it. It's actually insane. Oh, I definitely realized. No, p- I, no. If it, I...
0: If I uh, caffeine is a drug. It yeah. is a
1: fucking drug. Just like cocaine, just like heroin. It is a drug. Like, And I use it every day and I love it. And it's safe, mm-hmm. unlike those others, but <laughs> it's a drug. You know, People don't realize that.
0: Yeah. I If I start to feel it, if I'd have... Ugh, God. If I haven't had a cup of coffee by... Eight thirty or nine AM. You're fucked. I feel it. Yeah,
1: you're fucked. Like it's yeah. I I'm so unproductive. I'm a zombie. Um, but I'm the point I'm making is it was such an important part of the Industrial Revolution. Caffeine, coffee, and part of the trade. Like it was so important because before coffee, you know, a lot of people couldn't consume the water um, just because it was covered in parasites. So as a resort, they had to drink alcohol. Like, all fucking day. (laughs) Like, I don't think people realize how much fucking alcohol was consumed before coffee and before we had clean water. Like, people were literally fucking drunk all day. And when they got home from work, they just consumed more alcohol because they didn't know what else to do just to go to sleep. And in the morning when they felt miserable, they consumed more alcohol to relieve the pain because a lot of it was manual labor. And which sounds really, that sounds fucking insane, but the, like that's what how it really was. And so when caffeine came out, like it was, it was literally a miracle drug. Like caffeine, I, I don't think cannabis is a miracle drug. I think it's powerful. I think caffeine is a fucking miracle drug because of the impact it had on our culture throughout the world and the Industrial Revolution specifically. So, um, sorry, that was a tangent, but that's well, good. You know, I didn't know no, no, and, and I just wanted to make a point of that because. THC is exactly the same way. It's incredible. It's incredibly potent. I agree. You know, it can get you really quote-unquote high, but it's also incredibly powerful in in its medicinal properties. But because of that sedative effect and because of the previous laws, um, you know, and the the negative uh, association, and especially when you're scheduled categorizing it as a, a schedule one substance literally associating it with the same shit as like fucking methamphetamine and heroin it's like yeah i mean like of course like you have these old ass 80 90 year old lawmakers in, in, in congress that are voting against it because they don't know what the fuck they're, ta- they're talking about so um i mean that's a tangent and i'm obviously i'm deeply opinionated about that but yeah, I mean that's kind of what it, where we're at right now is we're just sitting on the reality that cannabis is federally legal, but th high THC cannabis is not, and it's stupid. So, yeah.
0: So, as far as uh, cedar and honey goes, where are you with that, and uh, when can we buy some good good?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, I literally. Uh, so. By the way, I am. I should have mentioned this. I I told everyone who I was, and I and I guess who, who who am I in associated with Cedar and Honey? I am one of the co-founders. So I co-founded Cedar and Honey with my wife Ashley, uh, who is the CEO, and I am the Chief Product Officer. So I primarily focus on the product, the flavors, the strains, the sedative effects, the cannabinoid mixtures, terpene profiles all that stuff so that's what I work on Um, but as far as the status of cedar and honey it was um, envisioned literally a week ago and so we've just started it's not launched yet Um, but we are creating content like this wonderful podcast will be on Instagram and YouTube just look up cedar and honey you can um, search it with like a plus sign to have an ampersand. Um, but hopefully, in the next uh, couple months, our SEO is good enough to where it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Cedar plus honey, um, but it stands for Cedar and Honey. Um, you can just look us up on any social media or podcasting platform or YouTube. But, um, we do not sell product yet because we have not, uh, finished uh, testing our product. Um, and so, but it's being curated now. I think we're going to come up with four to five different oils, and we're only going to sell oil. Um, and it will be consumable by either vaporizing it or by dabbing it or by, um, you know, putting it in your food or whatever, or your drinks or tea or coffee, whatever. So, um, yeah. Um, but that will be coming out soon, I would say. You know, a lot of steps to get there, um, but in the next several months, you start seeing a um, a huge uh, um, campaign launch. So we're excited for it.
0: Awesome! I'm excited to see all that. Uh, I'm also excited to uh, talk to both you and Ashley in the next episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Ashley is a very busy human being. She's much more successful than I am, and it's part of the reason I'm in, godly in love with her. Um, she's in you know doing a lot of work things right now because she's still. A chief of staff at our last company um being a badass and starting her own company <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so she's very busy couldn't join us this time but will be with us uh, in the future you'll get to actually meet Sierra Honey CEO so
0: yeah that'll be great alright thanks for uh... oh shit well, well thank you I very can, much uh,
1: <laughs> producer DJ Cranberry thank you for interviewing me and letting the audience get to know you
0: yeah sure thing i'm really excited to do this one more time and then not ever again
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're you're pretty good so i think Uh, i think you just need to get that confidence because i i i want you to keep doing this as you're good at it so
0: yeah okay we'll see you got you got at least one more uh trial run
1: all right well we're signing off and i'm gonna roll one up so cheers and good night